Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. My name is Jessica Stevens, and thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. This week on the show, I am actually going to be sharing a little bit about my podcast journey. So I have a podcast idea. Now what is the topic of today's show? And I'm doing this because I've actually had several conversations with several people since launching the podcast about the process that I did and took to get the show live and going and actually ranked on Apple Podcasts. So yeah, in our first week on the show before episode one even was released, we hit top 150 on Apple Podcasts and then we kind of settled in next to, you know, a pretty famous marketer and social entrepreneur and and podcaster Jasmine Starr. So I was really honored to be sitting next to her on the ranking list. And we're now at episode 10. So I want to share this episode now because a lot of the things are still fresh in my mind. There's a few things that I know that I did well, uh, a few things that I didn't do so well that I want to capture as well, and just share the process of starting a show for anybody out there who's thinking about doing a, a podcast of their own. Definitely have some some suggestions for you of what to do and how to get it going and launch successfully. And the other thing is if you have zero interest in launching a podcast, some of these tips are probably transferable to whatever idea or thing that you've been thinking of launching and doing too. So if you have a product, if you have a business, if you have, you know, if you want to write a book, like whatever project, passion, project you have had on the shelf for years, just like my podcast, there will be some helpful tips in this episode for you as well. So just kind of swap out podcasts with whatever it is that you got going on and that you want to launch successfully into the world and voila. But for me, my passion project was this podcast and I'm so grateful that it's now out in the world and so many of you are loving it. I've gotten lots of messages from people who have listened to the show, I guess the number one thing that I'm so shocked at hearing still is that people like the sound of my voice, which is so shocking to me because I don't know about you guys, but I really don't love the sound of my recorded voice because it sounds nothing like what I sound like when I just talk. And this is pretty normal for a lot of people that they don't like the sound of their voice. 
And it was actually one of the things that was holding me back from actually putting this show out was I didn't think, you know, people would want to listen to my voice for more than five minutes. So I'm really grateful that I've gotten that feedback that people are enjoying the show, but also actually like to hear me talk. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means the world to me. And it definitely boosted my confidence in putting out more episodes, especially solo episodes, because solo shows are me and me. But anyway, so back to the topic at hand of, you know, I have this podcast idea, now what? And the process in which it went from the idea, which was years ago. So if you have had an idea in the back of your head that you've been thinking about doing and you haven't moved on it and haven't done it yet, I want you to know that that's okay. Because sometimes things literally need to sit and percolate for a really, really long time in order for them to come out into the world in the right way and maybe at the right time. Maybe, you know, a few years ago when I had this idea for the show, it wasn't going to be a good time to put the show out. You know, obviously nothing's going to be perfect when it goes live, but I truly believe, you know, things happen for a reason. And so there's a reason why my, my show sat on the shelf for so many years. So if you have something too that you're working on that you just haven't pulled the trigger on, just give yourself some grace and say, it's okay. Like if if you're feeling the tug and the urge to do it now, then follow that feeling. That's what I did. I Something else happened in my life that really kind of made me decide that this is the time. This is to move on it. I was, you know, seeing all these other people launching podcasts and doing the thing that I wanted to do. And I just got really tired of watching them do it and me not. And so that was really what kind of helped nudge me into just making the decision and deciding like now is the time and it's not going to be great. It's not going to be perfect, but it will be better every episode. (laughs) It'll get better every season. And I just needed to start. So yeah, what I did was I actually... The anniversary of me getting laid off was approaching. And so that was kind of what I used as my my date, like my I got to do this, you know, date of it's now or never. Like this is the perfect t- this is the perfect time for me to launch this podcast because it coincides with this anniversary. And so I used that as kind of like my driver. So if you have something you know, that you want to launch and you're hemming and hawing, well, there's probably something happening right now or in and around the time that you're thinking about doing this that's actually going to help you kind of get that thing into action. So for me, it was the anniversary of being laid off for the first time and that being the first episode for my show that I used to like just get this going. The next thing was, is I told some people. <laughs> I, I I told a very close, trusted group of friends who I am in a mastermind with. And the purpose of this mastermind group is really just to support each other in all of our projects and goals that we want to accomplish. So I knew that sharing it with them was A, a safe space and that they weren't going to poo-poo my idea. So yeah, just also be careful about who you share your ideas with because not everybody's going to be on board and be super excited and supportive and be a cheerleader for various reasons. So I was really selective in who I told about the podcast. I knew this group was definitely going to help me stay on track and accountable to doing the work that I needed to do to get this 
project live and into the air. Like we, we actually have a check-in with each other every single week, every Saturday morning. And so it really helped me to know that I had like a bit of a deadline each week to like do at least one thing in moving this project forward. So highly recommend that if you have never plugged into a mastermind group, that you find one and have that group to help you stay accountable. And it doesn't even matter if the people in the group are not doing the same kind of project you are. It's totally okay because everybody in my group, we're all working on different things. We're just there to help each other stay on track and check in and offer support wherever we can, however we can. But it's still up to each of us to do our own work for our own projects. That was kind of step one for me. Step two was getting really clear in what I wanted the show to be about. So, you know, years ago, I had the idea for the podcast and I had the name and that was pretty much it. I also kind of had my first episode, but other than that, I didn't really have a framework. I didn't really have a mission statement. I didn't know what the purpose of the show was going to be, who my ideal audience, you know, was, or my ideal guest that I wanted to have on the show. And so I really started to kind of flush out those ideas and get that, you know, outline down on paper so that I could really start visualizing you know, the show and what it was going to look like and who my guests were going to be and and all of that good stuff. And so those are kind of like the foundational things. So if you're looking to write a book, start a podcast, start a blog, put, you know, create a product, some of those, that foundational work definitely is going to really help you get going. The next thing that I did that was really different this time around from when I first had my idea about the show was I let go of the idea of having to do it all myself. So obviously with this podcast, there's a lot of technical things that, you know, goes into it. Editing, sound, you know, the uploading, all all that technical stuff. (laughs) And well, I'm sure I could absolutely figure it out because you know, I am a DIYer at heart and you can literally learn anything by Googling it, right? There's a YouTube video for anything you possibly want to learn how to do. I knew that that was probably going to hold me up from actually getting this done. So the next thing I did is I started talking to podcast producers and interviewing them and seeing, you know, which podcast producer I liked, what their their process was, you know, what kind of support they offered, what was the cost. So I started doing that and had some really good conversations with people and they even actually gave me some really good things to think about and some ideas and things that I didn't even realize that I needed to consider, right? Like, hey, Jess, you probably need to also have a website to go along with this podcast so that people know where to find you outside of the podcast. So that was really helpful. I had conversations with people who were doing the thing that I wanted to do. So if it's a podcast, start talking to someone else who's a host or a producer or an editor. And if it's a book that you're looking to start writing, we'll start talking to some authors, start talking to people in that space, doing the thing that you want to do, you know, asking people opinion is not something high on my list of things that I like to do, but I'm definitely open to asking for advice from people in the space who are doing the thing that I want to do and who are doing it well. 
So that would be my next thing that I did is I reached out to people in the podcast world to help give me some insight as to what it was like, you know, what I was going to need, how, how was the process and had some great conversations with people. And ultimately I did decide to go ahead and pick a podcast producer manager to help me with my show because I knew that there was parts of this that I am just really not interested in doing, right? I worked in advertising for many, many, many years. I've been behind the scenes of tons of radio commercials and voiceovers and all that stuff. And I know that there's a lot that goes into it. And in order to do it well and right, I just wanted to kind of hand that off to somebody else who was passionate about it and who loves it. It is not something that I love. And so I knew that if I had to do all of that, that part by myself, it, I likely would not be that interested and and would fall off pretty quickly. So get help in the areas of your project that you A, don't know how to do or B, have no interest in doing because it'll just make it that much easier. Because the part about the podcast that I love is recording and talking to the guests and, you know, the marketing of it. So that's what I decided to take on. And then everything else to do with the podcast, I hand it over to somebody else who loves to do that. And so that's the next thing is like I partnered with somebody who I could turn to and ask questions and was going to kind of give me some support and kind of guide me through the process. She actually set me up with an amazing, you know, board of like, here's what to do. Here's what's next. Here's the timeline. Here's here are all the milestones that you we want to hit in order for us to like launch your show by this date. And, you know, working towards that, because if you don't have a launch date, if you don't have a goal in which you're working towards passion projects, because they're not your job and you're not getting paid for them, they always, you know, move to the bottom of the list. You're like, oh yeah, like I got to get to it. I got to get to get to it. So I love this, the structure of having like a launch plan of like, here's how we're going to launch the show. And here are the things that we need to check off and, and do, you know, as, as these milestone moments. So like, what does your album art look like? And, you know, are you going to design that yourself? Or are you going to have somebody else do that for you? You know, luckily, that's something that I really enjoyed doing. And so I I did it myself with the help of Canva. I, I love Canva. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people out there, too, who, you know, who are not designers who love it because it makes it so easy for us to do things that we don't know how to do. Yeah, so that's what I did. I took on like the visual work of the show. I started doing really early because it really helps me make, make it tangible for me, right? You know, this this concept and this idea once it started becoming real and I could picture it and then I could send like different versions of the album art to a couple of, you know, close friends to get their opinion of what was going to look the best. I really started getting excited about the show and other people started getting really excited about the show too. And so again, you know, have a trusted counsel, right? Like figure out who is on your team of people who you're going to be able to go to, ask questions, you know, share frustrations with if you're feeling frustrated about your project and work with them. Uh, but again, don't tell the whole world because people have opinions and, you know, you don't want to get distracted with hearing everyone's opinion. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. Well, why don't you think about this? Like, what, what about whatever. And it can get really confusing and your brain will like turn to mush if you just start, you know, taking in everybody's thoughts and not being really clear on your own. So definitely have like a limited counsel 
you know, that you're going to turn to and, and get some support and advice, but definitely not, not the whole world. And then the next thing would be starting to kind of tease out into the world that something's coming. So I started doing a little bit of that. I started, you know, sharing a little bit on social media of this cool thing that I was working on. I kept it really close to the vest, though. I didn't tell anybody what it was exactly that I was working on, but I just started kind of creating a little bit of hype and like excitement and intrigue around the whole thing. And once we, you know, had a first, our first few episodes recorded and our launch date was getting closer and I had the trailer ready, I did a really strategic thing in, in how I launched it out to the world. So I sent emails to, you know, a group of people and then I, you know, shared on social, like I just started a podcast. Now what was my, you know, message on Facebook and on Instagram to, to the people who I followed. And I had that trailer ready for them to listen to and some key things that I asked people to do, like, you know, subscribe to the show and listen to the trailer and share it with a friend and just kind of had that whole launch campaign set up ahead of time. So I knew what I wanted to say and how I wanted to reach people because that timing is really crucial when you launch your show. And the other thing is I had several episodes ready to go for people to listen to right away as soon as we launched. So instead of just coming out with one episode and then having everyone like wait until the following week to listen to the next one, I had my trailer and my first and second episode ready to go on launch so that they could kind of binge a little bit, right? I, you know, this is what Netflix does is they put out most of the time they put out several episodes so they can get people hooked and then they're like anticipating and waiting for the next one versus just like one episode a week so that's my other really good tip if it's a podcast that you're putting out is you know bank a few episodes so you have things for people to listen to right away and they get to binge and fall in love with it and get a really good understanding and, and feel for the show if it's some other project, you know, you want to kind of stack the deck of a bunch of things that they get to like engage with. So the book and then, you know, maybe it's the making of or whatever the behind the scenes stuff is. You kind of want to build all of that up so that there's a lot of different kind of content that you can create and share and, and put out there for people to pick and choose what they want to engage with. And then just honestly, like... Being excited about something makes other people excited about it too. And I know that sounds really silly, but it's true. Like if I kind of came out and be like, hey guys, I'm launching a podcast. Really love it for you to check it out. It would not have gotten the same reception as how I launched it with, you know, my message and my excitement and asking for them to listen to the show and download it and subscribe and do all these things. And your excitement for your own project is going to be also really important. This goes for business too. Like if you have a grand opening or even a soft launch for your business, you got to tell people about it because if they don't know, then they can't be excited for it. So, you know, I've, I've witnessed a few people kind of like quietly put a link on Facebook about this thing that they're doing and like didn't put a message with it, didn't tell people what it was. Like it was like this kind of this secret. That's not a way to launch, you know, like think about all those companies who spend so much time, energy and effort in announcing the latest video game that's coming out. There's like build up, there's things like there's, there's a little bit of an art to it. So work with somebody who can help you with that 
that launch plan of getting your project out into the world, whether it's, you know, an ebook, a podcast, your first blog, you don't want it to go silently out into the world. You want to go, go out with a big bang and make a lot of noise and attention. And then, you know, just stay consistent, right? We, here we are, we're week 10 of the podcast and we're picking up traction. Tons of people have been reaching out, you know, telling me that they've been listening to the show and downloading it. And now I'm actually getting into like my next wave of guests who are really excited to be on the show because they've started to hear episodes from other people and they, they think the quality is really good and they love, you know, the interview style and they, they're really enjoying the topics. And so, yeah, you're going to want to like ride the train. So I had a handful of people lined up to do interviews when I was getting it going. But most of the guests that I have on the show now are all coming to me since I launched. So that's the other thing. You're going to get a little bit of momentum and you want to ride that as best as you can and, and share it and ask. Like asking people to take a listen to the show is something that you're going to have to do all the time. You're going to have to ask people to come and be in the guest. You're going to have to follow up with people. So just like everything else, the fortune is in the follow-up and being your best promoter, <laughs> you know, talking about it and then having other people obviously, you know, share on your behalf is going to be exponentially beneficial. If other people can cross promote, if you can, you know, get, get on someone else's show so you can promote your show or, you know, if there's somebody who's willing to, you know, share an episode with a friend or two or on their social, that is worth its weight in gold. But in the event that other people don't do that, you're going to have to do that for yourself all the time. Every week, every episode, you're going to have to promote it. You're going to put as much energy behind episode 10 as you are 15, as 25, and you're going to need to keep that energy level up so that, you know, it doesn't dwindle. So that is a little bit about how I started my podcast, the things I did, the things that I did really well. Obviously, <laughs> It hasn't been perfect. There's definitely a few bumps in the road along the way that, that I'm kind of course correcting as I go, but I'm just so glad that I put the show out. <laughs> Timing was never going to be perfect, but here we are launching in the middle of summer when a lot of people unplug from listening to podcasts and it's not a high season, but I didn't want that to, to deter me from launching. So I'm just getting it going now and come September, we're going to have some more guests and really fun things when and, you know, more people are listening to, to the show. And I guess my final thing is, is now what? Like, just keep it fresh, keep it fun. And as long as it's fun, you're going to want to keep doing it. So as soon as it starts getting tedious and uh, you got to shake it up, you got to figure out what's what you're going to do to keep it fun and exciting for you as well as your listeners. And I have a bit of a formula right now that's working well for me. But if that stops being fun and we need to change things up, we're going to change things up. So just kind of go with the flow. Remember, pivot is the word of 2020 and 2021. You know, you got to figure things out. But that is just my advice. If you're thinking about doing a show, do it. And if you're like, oh, so many people are out there already have a podcast. Why would anyone want to listen to my show? Well, that's silly. You know, there's millions of restaurants. Why would somebody else want to open another restaurant? You know, there's millions of real estate agents. Why would anyone else, you know, want to buy a house from you? Because it's you. And so don't, don't use that as an excuse not to do it just because a million other people are doing it too. That's actually a great reason to do it because it just shows how popular it is. Like podcasts are, haven't even really peaked yet. There's 
so many shows out there and they're also different, which is great, but there's definitely space for your podcast. There's definitely space for your book. There is space for your blog, your YouTube channel, you know, your Instagram account, your recipes, like whatever it is that your passion project is, there's space for it. And it deserves to see the light of day and other people want to consume all the content that you're putting out. So go for it. So that's my last piece of advice. And if you want help, look for help. Don't feel like you need to do it all on your own. I certainly am not. And I'm so grateful for my amazing podcast producer, Simona, who really helped me, you know, do this. And now she's great counsel. And uh, we're really excited to get, you know, wrap up season one and get season two going. So that's it from me this week, short and sweet, or maybe not. I don't even remember how long I've been talking, but I really wanted to put this episode out now because it was all fresh in my mind and people have been reaching out and asking about me and this podcast. So there you go. I just had a podcast idea. Now what? That is your how to and now what? of how to get it going. All right, that's it for me. Thanks so much. Find me at jess.loves.life. Every week I share a little bit of a preview and an episode online and then my blog at jessicastevens.ca houses all of them. So go check out that. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please go and apply. Want to have a conversation with you and hear about your you know, now what story. And if you got questions and you want some support in, in what to do next with your scenario and situation, go ask a question and we will read them live on the air coming up real soon. In another few episodes, we're definitely going to do a Q&A and share those questions and those answers. So that's it for me. Have a great day and we'll see you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank, Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own Now What questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.